morning, guys. How we doing? Hey, 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 Facebook Live. Hey, Instagram Live. We love you guys. So good. So good to be together. I can't believe that we're together in this. It's so cool. Hey, uh, this morning, we just wanted to... We're going to give you a couple minutes to log on. Yeah, so grab a cup of coffee. I got my Starbucks already, um, but it's home-bought because I ain't going to the store, but it's home-bought. Um, yeah. But we're so grateful that you... Um, pulled up in your PJs this morning. Um, hopefully you're in your, your comfies. And hopefully that you are feeling right now like, oh my goodness, there is a community that I'm still inside of and a part of. Even though we're not in the physical church building today, we're still the church. Yes. And we've been um, talking about that. So we are the church. And this is uh, Church 2.0 this morning. And um, Deuces to say. Yeah, so thank you guys for seeing all your... Little faces pop up on both the screens, and we have Instagram ah, live from, over here. From Florida. And Love you guys. Facebook. Oh my gosh, you can see Yeah, that? Skylar. How are we doing? It's oh good to see you guys. Oh my gosh. Okay, I can't Fantastic. read Brian Nelson's on the online. Love you. How can you see that? Awesome. That's crazy. Okay. Well, my old eyes don't see anything but little little captions. We have people from Nepal watching today. Oh, Bat Liberty, we love you guys so much. Hey, if, if for some of you who don't know, um, Matthew and Liberty Harris are our missionaries in uh, in Nepal, and uh, they are uh, just, they're doing such an amazing job over there. We miss you. We miss you guys. We, we love you so you. much. We it's love so true. We can be together, because isn't it like literally in the middle of the night for them? Yeah, it's crazy. Coming on. I don't know. Of course. Of course I, can't figure out, I can't figure out Nepal. They have weird time zones oh. over there. Yeah, but we're, we're probably pretty good. I think people will be <laughs> yeah. a lot. We'll start a lot. Hey, we just wanted to welcome you guys. You know, um, next week, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have more worship and more, more of the word. Um, but today we just really wanted to, Danielle and I really wanted to invite you into our homes, um, because we know that's where most of you are and, uh, we want to invite you into our home and just to do family together. Yeah. And you know, um, if you happen to have been a part of connect for any length of time, I just wanted to remind you that we have been prepared for this. God yeah. has spoken to our church so many times over the last handful of years, and we've talked about, you know, would you be ready yes. if we Here didn't we have the ability to have church for a period of time? Do you have, you know, that, that spirit inside of you being well fed? So I just want to remind you, for those who have been a part of this house, mm -hmm. your spirit has already been well fed and prepared for this moment. If you are someone who's more new to the house, I promise you that this is a house that can continue to feed you because... We are feeding not on our opinions, but on the Word of God. And, you know, right. like right now in our nation, we're seeing a lot of stockpiling and that whole concept. And it's like, okay, well, that initial stockpile you feel like you have, but then what if it starts to run out? And I just want you to remind you in the, in the midst of all of the, um, all of the chatter that says, you know, we won't have enough. We always yes. will have more than enough. We are positioned to see miracles. Yeah, we serve a God of more than enough. Yes, yeah, so just, just remember do. that you are well prepared in your spirit, and God is going to continue to prepare us. Because yes, have we been <laughs> stockpiling the nope. word in the house? Yes, but this is the time where God is going to continue to miraculously feed us, body, soul, and spirit. And this is one of the best ways that you can feed your yourself, but also the, the need for community amongst all of us. Because other people know that you're on Instagram Live right Absolutely now. Right. Other people in the house know that you're on Facebook yep. Live. 
So they, even though if they're sitting in their homes, they know that they're connected to something bigger than themselves. You know, it's, it's funny you're talking about more than enough. Uh, there's a story in the Bible about a widow who is going through famine. Yeah. And, and she doesn't think she's going to have enough. And yes. uh, the prophetic word shows up. Yeah. And she just, she takes these empty vessels uh, and God keeps filling them up with oil yes. and oil and oil and oil. Yes. We're praying that over you guys. We really are. We're yes, believing we are. Uh, for God to pour oil into your areas of lack, no matter what they are uh, this year, or the, um, over this time. And um, I want to just say this, we're going to get through this together. Uh, and, and church is going to look different for a little while, but uh, we've said it a thousand times. So many of you have reminded us uh, over those that journey that church isn't about the four walls. We love our mm -hmm. church building. We're looking forward to the yes. new church building that God's provided for us, but it's not about four walls. That's it's about right. a movement of people uh, living this thing, this journey together. Um, and so grab your coffee, grab a notebook, because uh, we're not going to just be spectators today. Yeah. We're going to make sure that we get into the Word, because the Word is the thing that brings life into these moments. Amen. God has a prophetic word for you Amen uh, this morning. Um, so if you brought your Bible, open with us to Exodus chapter 12. Exodus chapter 12. I, I firmly believe that this is a prophetic word uh, that, will speak, that speaks directly into this situation in our nation, in our world today, um, and in your life. Yeah. And um, I'm just going to read it uh, to you. Um, together, Exodus is the, it's Genesis, Exodus, second book of the, the, the Old Testament. Second book on your app. Yeah, second book on your app. Probably how you can find out this morning. I can't because my iPad is being used. I got nothing. I'm out. I'm going old school paper today. You will never see this again. Old school paper. It's ridiculous. Um, but the word of God says this. I had to blow it up because I can't read it out of the Bible. It says, uh, verse 21, then Moses called all the elders of Israel. Remember, this is the 10th plague. They've been in nine plagues, right? So they've been in plagues for a while. Uh, they, 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 are not, uh, they are not a people uh, who are here in Egypt that are unfamiliar with uh, the, yeah. the circumstances on, on the outside of plague and of situation that is difficult. And yeah. so uh, Moses called all the elders of Israel together and said to them, Go select lambs for yourselves according to your clans and kill the Passover lambs. So this is the first Passover. It says, Take a, a bunch of the hyssop and dip it into the blood that is in the basin. And touch the lintel of, uh, of the door and the two doorposts mm. with the blood that's in the basin. Come on, the blood has power. We're going to talk yes. about that today. Uh, none of you shall go out of the door of this, his house until morning. For the Lord will pass through and strike the Egyptians. When he sees the blood on the lintel and on the doorpost, the Lord will pass over that door and will not allow the destroyer to enter your house and strike you. Come on, somebody. The Lord will not allow the destroyer to come into your house. I just literally got chill bumps yeah. when I just said that. Come on, church. They were on they were on quarantine, did you right? Chill bumps? I did. I got chill bumps. Is that all right? Goosebumps. <laughs> I was like, what do you say? I had a chill. Well, you could, I could just be. I'm sitting next you, to you, baby. You could stop. Because you was next to me. Stop it. All right. Um, look, I, <laughs> I love this. They were on quarantine. They couldn't leave their house. But something powerful happened when they actually put the word of God into action where they were together. Um, see, you know, Dee and I are firm believers that what we do in the middle of the night matters. Yeah. What we do in the middle of the night moments matter. Mm -hmm. Who we really are comes out in the middle of the night matters. And I'm always encouraged when I read this verse. Uh, I read it earlier this week and I'm so encouraged in the, in the, in the current situation because it reminds me God always has a word for us. Yes. God always has a word for us in these kind of moments. Always. Um, why? Because he's faithful. Yes. Hebrews 13, 5 tells us that God will never leave us. He'll never forsake us, right? God is never quarantined. God doesn't yes. ever have to be shut out from our lives. Nothing can ever separate us, yes. the Bible says, from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. And so, uh, you know, he is a faithful God. Throughout history, 
um, the Israelites found themselves in this kind of situation a lot. Right. Famines, plagues, uh, wars, issues, mm-hmm. and God always had a word for them. And he was always encouraging them to respond in something you and I have talked about a lot, in wisdom and in faith. Yes. It's not either or, yes. it's wisdom and in faith. And I, I love Joseph, uh, another hero in Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bible tells us that when a, a, a famine was coming, um, it hadn't even come yet. It was coming. Uh, he, he had received the word from God that he actually built storehouses and brought in all the grain, right? It was like the first run on toilet paper. He brought it all in <laughs> into the, in the storehouse uh, and, uh, and he stockpiled it. He had physical precautions. He took physical action out of wisdom um, to actually deal with the circumstance that God was leading him into. You know, so, you know, we want to let you know it's okay that you're washing your hands. You know, it's okay right. that you are maybe wearing gloves when you go out or a mask uh, if you're around people. It's all right that you're wiping things down with Clorox wipes. It's okay. That's wisdom. You know, lock, locking yourself in a, in, a, in, a, in a bunker. Why are you looking at me no, when you Because you that? are that person. Lock, no, I not. Lock yourself in a bunker <laughs> may not be the thing to do. Don't hang it on the shelter. Don't hang it on the shelter. It, it's true, though, dude. You know, yeah. in these moments, worry and stress... Uh, are going to come at us. Like for us to say, oh, you're never going to worry. No. When, when, when you went to the grocery store yesterday and there was nothing on the shelf. I had a friend who just was, uh, just said, I went to 20 plus stores yesterday looking for toilet paper. Yes. Couldn't find any. It's easy in these moments to respond out of worry and stress. What I love about um, Joseph in that moment is that he actually responded out of wisdom mm-hmm. and not out of fear. Because you and I know that we can do the same action yeah. But from a different place. Mm-hmm. So, church, can I just say, in this, in this entire uh, atmosphere of fear right now, we can't give the spirit of fear. We can become afraid in an instant. We can become stressed or worried in an instant. But we can't allow, allow the spirit of fear to have a foothold in our life. Because if we give it an inch, it'll run us for miles. And so, Dee, I know that you, you really have some insight on how, maybe how to deal with fear and to look at it maybe from yeah. a different perspective. I think that um, something that, you know, when you go through... A crisis, you learn particular things. When you go through um, a community crisis, you learn, you don't just learn about how you respond to it, but you learn how your community responds to it. And you learn how people respond to it who have walked with God, yeah, and yeah. you see how people who have yet to walk with God respond to it. And um, one of the things that I would love to see uh, the church at lar- in large, at large um, kind of tweak with how they're responding to this is this concept of, um, um, fuel, uh, f- I would say faith that doesn't come with the right fuel. So a lot of times what's happening is that we're, we're seeing on TV, we're hearing on the news, and we're, and we're seeing it in real life. If you go outside oh, yeah, your doors, you're going to see this. And you're seeing this, um, you know, we have a pandemic in our health situation, but we have an epidemic of fear right now. And you're going to see it in very working out in very tangible ways. And what I hear a lot uh, in response to that is that you have to have faith. So I see a lot of us trying to stir people's faith. And then what I end up seeing is this pendulum swing of either people then saying it the right rhetoric. Yeah, it's it's hyper one way or the other. Yeah, or they just they just say, oh no, that's right. We just I have faith. I have faith. I have faith. But you're no, you don't hear the conviction of a true faith. And I think the reason that that's happening is because we're kind of misappropriating what God says should be our response when there's times of fear. Because the word says that perfect love yep. casts out yep. fear. Yep. It does not say perfect faith yep. casts out fear. Yes. 
So a lot of times we have a fearful situation and we try to respond to it with this mega faith. But it's not coming from a place of remembering who God is. So we don't remember like, wow, you know what? Hold on a second. Yeah, like he yeah. really loves me. Yes. He really cares for all that concerns me. That's what the word says. He cares for all that concerns right. us. So that kind of love activates protection, holy protection. That is something I can trust. Yeah. And when you bring yourself through that thought process, then faith is the result. result. Faith is enacted because you remember who he is. You're not just trying to stir up this thing. By being connected to the spirit of God, it then produces things like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, all of these things. But it's a byproduct. Sometimes we yeah. just are trying to jump to get the thing, the product, the faith, as if the faith is going to be the shield. His love is the, is the power source that enacts us to know even what part of yep. the armor that we should be, you know, responding with at that time. Well, MD, look, I, I think every parent on here knows. They can, they can relate to that because how many precautions are you taking for your kids right now? Yeah. Right? You are, as a parent, I mean, I have a 24-year-old and he's still living in, with us, uh, which is such a great blessing. But I, in my mind, like, I'm, I'm going to do whatever I can to protect right. him from this yes. thing, right? Why? Because I love him, not just because it's my daddy's duty. Our daddy does have a duty uh, to protect us. Out of, but, but it's out of his love that he wants to uh, provide for us, love us, mm -hmm. protect us, oversee us. You know, the, Paul tells us, neither height nor depth, yes. nor principalities nor powers. Come on, principalities or powers. Nothing in all the world can separate us from the love. And so, you know, sometimes when we're feeling afraid, I want to really encourage you. It's not just about stirring up faith. It's about going to the one who's faithful yes. and recognizing. Just take some moments and just reflect back on the love that God has for you. You know, I love uh, the verse that says, the sons of Issachar helped Israel. Because they were able to discern the times. Mm. Um, and mm -hmm. I, I think right now, church, that yeah. we are all called to be sons of Issachar in this moment. To help discern the times for our families, for our friends, for our neighbors. To not allow just every, everything and, and, and everyone in the culture to kind of uh, drive this. But that we, we're called, the sons of Issachar were there. So not only they could help themselves, but to help others yes. in, in, in all this. And, you know, I, I think I, the question, one of the questions I want us to reflect on this week is really asking ourselves this question, what is God saying to me in the middle of this plague? Uh, what, how, how is the Holy Spirit leading me to lead my family and my friends and my community in the midst of this? Uh, John 16 tells us that the Holy Spirit's our guide, our counselor. He, he leads yeah. us into all truth. So God hasn't left us powerless in this. We are as much sons of Issachar, sure. right, as, as the tribe of Issachar was. No, so nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. For God. You're Correct. So he, he didn't get misplaced. He's still on the throne. He is still who he has always said he is, and he is still who we have known him to be when he has come through for us, yes. when we've experienced a blessing, when we've experienced a provision, when we've experienced a miracle. He's still same, same. So he's not same, same. taken aback by this. He's not, I never saw this. Yeah, yeah God's not surprised. You know, like we, we may not have seen the details, but he, he knows these things. And so I just take great comfort again. That's what remembering who he is yeah. stirs my faith. And so just this week, as, as Kyle was talking about that, what are these tangibles? Remembering who the spirit of God is. Yes. Like remember him. You know, we remember so much. And a lot of times what we remember is, is worthy of forgetting. But Come what on. we can remember is who he is. Because when we remember who he is, 
it stirs our stand to go deeper, not just wider with the rhetoric, but to go deeper in what we know to be true. And when we've done everything we can to stand, stand. stand. Um, I love it. You know, um, as we just read in Exodus 12, Moses, God had a word for Moses in the middle of this. God has a word for you and I in the middle of this. We cannot allow the voice of our circumstance to be louder than the voice of God's providence in the middle of this. God has a word for us. That's something we can take away from this. Yeah. But I love this text too, because, and I think it's really relatable for us today, um, because uh, they worship together. When you look in this text, they mm. worship together, even though they weren't in the same houses. Together. I know where you're going. Come on, somebody. We can relate. Even though we're not in the same house. I love that jumped out of me. Like each person uh, in Israel, the, the families were worshiping together, but they even though they weren't in the same house together. Yeah. You know, um, I think it's important that we have to, to see that there's unity even when we're separated. Mm-hmm. Pro, uh, un- uh, proximity is not uh, required for unity. I think sometimes we think yes. that. we got to be in the same place in the same yes. room. No, no, no. They were, they were doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. They had the same heart. They were on the same mission. They were serving the same word. Come on, connectors. That's who we are. We are people who have the same heartbeat, the same vision, who's living this thing out even though we're not together. Yeah, like right now, I know that you can't see what we see, right? So... Everybody has their perspective of what they're, the the um, lens that they're looking through. Yeah. But like right now, you know, I know that it's not just, we're not just talking into some oblivion. Like I know that people that we would normally be looking out, you know, from a platform to be yes, looking correct, at, correct, yeah. you're there. You're, you're there. on the other side yep. of the screen. And it really does do something to stir that sense of powerful unity. Because you could be in a million other places this morning, right? We always type correct. to say that, but it really is true. And you, you could be tuning into any other place, but you're tuning in with each other. It's not yes. just with us. Correct. It's with each other. And there's so much strength that comes from unity. So that's why I think the enemy is, is um, attacking with isolation. Yeah. I won't get ahead we're, of we're ourselves, get there. but I, mean, I just think that that's part of the... Come on, how many, how many of us like to watch a movie? Like, I like watching Jaws or, uh, you know, It's a Wonderful Life or whatever. Every time I like to watch it. Whatever. I like to watch Jaws. <laughs> Right? Whatever it's on TV. I've had I've seen it a million times, but I like to watch it why? Because everyone else, we we've said this a million times. Everyone else is watching it. I like see you trying to glaze over this. I did. It's because usually the mummy. It's a wonderful life. It's alright. Let's just be honest. It's an over like, like come on. It's whatever. I know my father-in-law is like literally going to kill me now that I just you know the whole thing. Anyway, I love you, Dad. Um I, I, what, what, but yeah, it's, it's I, because it's like you're part of an event. Well, yeah, you're, you're part, part of something. You're part of it. And, that's, and, with and if you can see this this morning, church, that, that, that this situation that we're in, it, it's already been in the Bible. God's already had yeah. to deal with this. He was bringing people together who were worshiping together, even if they weren't in the same place together. Yeah. You know, it, that's, that's comforting. Um, you know, the, but sometimes we have to really work harder to get unity at different times. And this is one of those times, right? You, you, were, you showed me some this week about uh, Italy. Yeah. Oh, I was crying. It, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was beautiful. So my people. My people. My people. So, Not my people, but I'm, <laughs> I'm related. So obviously the situation in Italy is uh, very serious. And um, it's not something that we should think could not happen in America, being the need to be quarantined uh, from one another in your homes for a period of time. We have no idea what is to come. But that is something that if you asked people in Italy four months ago, yeah. did you ever see this happening? They would laugh like we would laugh. Correct. But I'm sure that many of you have already seen it because it's gone viral. But such an incredible thing has started to take place. And, so cool. Um, at so 6 cool. o'clock at night, um, if, you, if you, you can think of it like a city with a lot of balconies and a lot of high-rises. 
you start seeing people coming out of their apartments and they began to sing, oh my goodness, and harmonies and such strength. And they can't even see one another. They don't know one another all the time. They don't see one another. But they began to sing these songs. A lot of times they were patriotic songs. And they're, they're grabbing a pot and a pan, making their own instruments. But it is incredible Which is co- okay at home, not okay when we finally back to church. By the way, just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah, please no. Please no, please no. no. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just an incredible thing to testify of and to, yeah. to, to witness. Because it's, there's just, I'm telling you, there's something about the human spirit. Like, they just would not be held back. They can't orchestrate. Some of those moments, they you just can't. happen and but see, it's testify. because I believe that God's spirit's already stirring. Uh, uh, totally. Like even if people don't know it, God's spirit is stirring totally. unity. He always strives for unity, um, because you know the enemy is always going to try to bring us into isolation. Because isolation either brings either brings increased anxiety or increased unity. Uh, matter of fact, you know uh, I was looking at a study the other day um, about uh, uh, in prison how they do solitary confinement. Yeah. And how solitary confinement actually produces elevated depression, uh, sure. a, a, feelings of despair and anxiety, and it's multiplied the longer that it goes. You know what? Let yep. me just made me think of that. And this is coming from like this, this whole situation of like church from home and on the screen. This is like introverts unite. Like this is an introvert. I'm like I miss people dream. already. This is ridiculous. But even I am like, oh, this is a little bit. Yeah. All right, we got to put some effort into this. But it reminded me of the gentleman that we've been watching on the news that. Um, have, yeah, they've been yeah. tracking his. He was in law enforcement for his entire career. He he, he became he ill. Down virus, he yeah. came down with the virus. He's in ice. He's in quarantine in the hospital, and you just watch day after day his deterioration of being isolated. Yeah. And he said, "I myself now feel like I am in prison." And he kept talking about how he was so grateful that a particular news agency continued to tra- tra- check in on him Correct. and talk with him. And he's finally made turn that corner. But he was talking about how that, like that was, that's been such a big piece of his healing. He, he loves God yes, and he correct. gave God like so much glory for it. But it really did affect, you know, going that isolation. Yeah. It really was affecting. It, it, it's actually real. Uh, doctors tell us that um, your brain, after a period of time in isolation, your brain, your brain releases chemicals mm. that cause you to have depressive thoughts. That's why isolation is so radically uh, horrible for our lives. Um, God says in Proverbs 18, verse 1, he who isolates himself, right, it's self-isolation, actually rages against all sound wisdom. He actually puts himself in a position of yeah. destruction. I, I loved, um, I, I, you guys know I love history, and uh, in uh, story after story of World War II prisoners of war, they would tell how when someone, when one soldier yeah. just kind of gave up hope, he'd isolate himself, and within days he'd die. Yeah. Um, of not even any, did he just give up, give up life? But when they banded together as brothers, they, they had such yeah. a sense of unity, even if they were moving piles of rock or just digging holes. There's a power in, in unity. And so the truth is today, guys, we're, we may be isolated, some, some from work or some from each other for a while, but we, we, it should not cause anxiety. It, it has an opportunity to produce unity, blessing, feeling like we are not alone. We're in this mm-hmm. together. Um, you know what else I just remember, too, yeah. is that after 9-11, yeah. we, um, we saw such shifts um, in our communities. The first thing I actually just thought of is that when I was at the grocery store, this past week, um, that it was, there was no longer music playing. I don't know if that just happened to be our grocery store or whatever, but there was no music playing. So it had a tenor to it. Yeah. And, and so there's so all these people, but you know what I noticed in our town 
the people were being so kind to each other. They were being so nice to each other. They were being so deferring to each other. Same thing after 9-11. I remember, like, do you, do you remember that, for those of you who were there that can remember, there was months that no one beeped their horns. I know, it's true. I, I don't it know really why, true. out of all of the things, you know, a lot of times we remember different things, but I just remember that people weren't beeping their horns at each other. And I just, it's just, it's just, it's just a crazy thing how that could be uniting. We think about how in the, left in the enemy's hands. It's very, it's very divisive and it's very debilitating. Correct. But when we see it through the lens of God, it can actually have a spiritual rally to it. It's true. Yeah, I think that's why God gives us his word, right? That's why I spoke into Moses' life there, to, to help produce um, mm -hmm. unity. But I, I just want to point out really quickly that they couldn't just acknowledge Moses' word as true. They actually had to do it. Mm -hmm. If they didn't do it, death came. Um, but they had to acknowledge it and actually put it in. Yeah. That's where unity is. Psalm 133, right? Uh, how good and pleasant it is yes. when brothers live together in unity. Because yep. there God bestows it's the blessing, blessing, which is life. Um, and I think I want to just encourage us this week. This week, um, here are some tangible ways for us to have unity. You know, this week, we're going to have times of prayer together. Matter of fact, yes. Pastor Danielle and I, we're going we're gonna to get on these live streams. We're going we're gonna to pray over your prayer requests. Yeah. You can send in your prayer requests to prayer at theconnectchurch.com. Uh, and we're going to be praying yes. over those things, but we want to do it live together. Um, we've, we've got some, you know, connect groups are still going. They're going to be doing via uh, Google chat and, you know, uh, we, uh, I know we're putting together worship playlists yeah. so that we can worship together um, through some songs. We're still doing 40 Days of Decrease. We've got a brand new YouTube channel. Uh, that's going to have all sorts of resources and videos on it um, for adults and kiddos because we know yes, some of you are at home uh, with kids. But that's unity. Let's do this thing all throughout the week. We're going to be having these things. We're going to tell you a little bit more about that in a second. But, you know, I think sometimes the Holy Spirit can do his best work in us even when we're isolated. Um, is, is, is it when we follow his word? Because Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days. He was isolated, but he wasn't isolated from the Word, and he wasn't isolated from what God was saying. The Spirit was moving, and he came out in the Spirit's power. And you know what's important to remember that in that is that he wasn't isolated from the enemy. Correct. Absolutely. The enemy was right there with him. He was not isolated Correct. from the Absolutely. enemy. Absolutely. So we have to be aware of what... Like you, you may not always be clear who's responsible for what, but understand that there is an enemy. What do we always talk about, church? We talk about how he runs the earth seeking whom he can devour, steal from, kill. His, his, his goals are not small. So we just have to remember that even in that wilderness time, there is an enemy, but there is power yep. to overcome. Yep. I'm so grateful that God didn't just do that thing where it's like, oh, he's just calling me unto himself. Yeah, yeah, so and good. as if we're walking through just like a meadow and it's all wonderful and beautiful and it's just me and Jesus. No, the enemy is always there because he has a mission, but God's God's call on our lives is greater than the enemy's mission. Correct. And I think that's why, you know, so maybe the second question we can ask ourselves this week is really what can I do to make sure that I walk in unity uh, together? What, mm -hmm. what really can I commit myself to for health and wholeness yeah. and unity in, in, in the body? So, you know, one of the things that they did, Dee, that, that we, you, we've been talking, we really want to uh, encourage church to do um, is that they anointed their house with the blood of the Lamb. Yep. It said when, 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 the, when God saw, when the, when the death angel saw the blood, he passed by. That mm -hmm. there's, there's power in the blood. Mm -hmm. there's pow you are not defenseless. You That's are right. not the tail. You are the head. You are not the, the, the victim. You are the victor. Uh, you are more than a conqueror in Jesus Christ because of the blood of the lamb. You know? These are just our words, by the way. It's like 
this is this is the time to pull from Correct. the word. You know, sometimes it's just like you have these little anecdotal sayings and stuff it's like no, this is what the word says. This Correct. is what the word declares over us. This is who the word declares him to be. This is the time to stand on it. Either that or we're just living in moral philosophy, right? No, I believe yeah. the word of God. Verse 13 in, in Exodus says, when the, the, the blood will be a sign, the blood will be a sign. So death, 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 Israel will pass over. But it goes on and says, and no plague, this is what the word of God says, no plague yes. will destroy you. Come on, no plague will destroy you. I'm, I'm believing that. I'm believing that for you. I'm believing that for our family. I'm believing mm-hmm. that for our church. I'm believing that for your coworkers. Right, come on. We need to. We are not powerless. We are powerful. You know, D. Throughout kind of the years, you've anointed uh, uh, some of our church campuses. Right. Uh, you've anointed our home. You've anointed. We've anointed people. Why? Why yeah. should? Why? How, encourage us. Why that yeah. makes a difference. You know, it's funny because um, if, if if you happen to be with us at Connect at Cherry Hill a few weeks ago, um, at the end of the service. Uh, I had like a little thing of oil. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's not magical. It's not like there's a special potion of oil that you got to get from somewhere. It's just it's it's the it's what it represents. But I had a I had a little thing of oil and I was anointing people and it fell over onto the pulpit. Oh yeah. And God, for some reason, just kept showing me that over the last couple of weeks, like just He allowed it to pour out. Yeah. And I was like, we just wiped it into the pulpit, like it's consecrating something and becoming holy. Um, and so I. A lot of times, I will do that to our home. I will do that to our church homes. Yep. Um, I do that in rooms, and it's not because again, it's not hocus pocus. But like, I have this little. Um, um, and I know you know it's what? weird for Italian to have Italian uh, <laughs> olive oil in the house. Now, don't get crazy. This is Crisco. I'm, I, you know, <laughs> oh, I, my olive oil, oil is olive going oil. with my pasta. I'm just saying. Because, um, again, it's not magical. But uh, the reason that we do that and the reason that it does not, it's not, a pastor doesn't have to right. be the person doing Correct. this. I would encourage you, like, I'm going to do this with my family again tonight. The three of us are going to do, like, the sisterhood of the traveling pants around here. We're going to go <laughs> to the all of my house, and we're going to take our best Crisco, yes. and we're going to anoint our home. And why do we do that? Because it is the example. It is us in action, moving yes. in his authority. So a lot of times, like, well, I don't know if I'm in this and I... It's his authority. Yes. So we in unity, we're two or more gathered. He's going to be in the midst of us, right? So if you, it's you and him, guess what? You got another. Yes, so correct. He's going to be there in the midst of you. So like, okay, just you can go around your own home and just consecrate it. Give it back to Jesus. Yes. If you If your home has been inundated with an atmosphere of fear... Give it back to him today. Just because you may have gotten it like, oh, I wish I would have done this better this week. Then give it back to him. But but stand. It's a display of his authority. It's not a display of our authority. Yes. Although we have authority given to us through him, through his blood. But it is not relying on my goodness or my authority. It is his authority in action. And it will rest over all that he cares yes. for, which is us, his people. If anyone is sick... Come on, anointed with oil. Yeah. Hey, there's power. There's power. You heard me sing it uh, a couple weeks ago. There's power, power, wonder-working power. You're going to start singing? No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. No, because this is uh, live and people okay. will, will check out. <laughs> Tune out. Yeah. 
There, but, but there's, it's true, I know. But there's power in the one, there's one working power in the blood of Jesus. But let me just say this, just so that you hear it. it the blood of Jesus isn't just for forgiving of sins. It's for protection from the death angel, right? We, we have moved from death to life, the Bible says, uh, because of the blood of the Lamb. Psalm, Psalm 91, verse 9 and 10. It actually says, when, when you've, uh, because you've made the Lord your God, your, your dwelling place, you've trusted in him, no plague will befall mm. your dwelling. No plague will befall your dwelling. So I love what Danielle just said. Can I encourage you this week, today, today, here's an action point, today, yeah. take some Crisco, get some oil, I don't care what it is, and anoint your kids, anoint your door, anoint your house, anoint your life. God has a powerful, I mean, you stand and say, this is the blood of the lamb. I'm standing under it. There's power in the blood. The Bible says the life is in the blood, blood Mm -hmm. of the lamb. But what I love too, Dee, is that uh, they didn't just uh, have the blood. They actually partook together. They they ate together. Um, The Bible says they they, they roasted the lamb, they ate the lamb. um, And it's this beautiful picture of communion. It's this pre, it's the foreshadowing of Jesus standing on the last night uh, with, his, with his disciples, in, isolated in their own home, and uh, they take communion together. And it's a reminder for us, and it should remind us, of what the, the cross and the resurrection will do. There's power in the cross and the resurrection of Jesus. Just hit me that some people might be saying, like, okay, I'll do it, but like, what do I say? Um, Amazon, truck outside they in probably the driveway. Can't hear that, by the way. Backing up. But if you can, there is an Amazon truck backing up it's right backing here. Up. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. How do you not hear that? I don't you know. hear that. All right. Anyway. Um, okay. So <laughs> that truck better have something good on it. <laughs> I have a toilet paper. We haven't ordered anything. Anyway, I was, I was just thinking, like, people might say, okay, I'm willing to do that, but what do I do? What do I say? There's no, again, there's no, like, something special. You have to say something that triggers something. Like, sometimes I just you know, pray. And I'm like, God, I love you. I know that you love us. I trust you. Protect us, Father. Sometimes I just, I just pray the word. Sometimes I just go through and I pray the word. Like you don't have to say something magical. You don't have to say something perfect. Just say like, God, I know who you are. I declare who you are over my house. You know, um, there's, there's something I wanted to say that when it talks about the word says no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Okay, what it doesn't say is no nothing formed against you. Show it doesn't. The word is not afraid to declare that there are weapons. Correct. Okay, so when we're when we're doing this, it, we we don't need to downplay what we're in the middle of. Whatever it is, yeah. it doesn't even need to be what we're talking about when our our health crisis in our nation right now in the world. But the weapon that it is will not be able to prosper. So sometimes I'll just say that. You know, whatever God stirs in you, it's a beautiful way that he builds unity with you and intimacy with you. Because he'll say, you know, today this is what I want you to declare over your family, over your health, over provision, over finance, whatever it is, this is what I want you to declare. And at the end of that, there's a peace in your home, but there's also close a closeness that you get to share with the Spirit of God because you're like, wow, I, I sense that that's what you wanted me to, yeah, to share with yeah. you, God. And like, thank you for giving me those words and thank you for giving me that insight. It's not just about the protection and the authority. It is always, for God, it always comes back to what did he get an opportunity to, to build us. with us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's his... It's his it's who he is yeah. speaking into our lives, right. so that, that it draws us into Sorry, intimacy. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure. No, I think that's powerful don't know how because to do I, that. you know, but I, you know, I love uh, um, Colossians two uh, f- fifteen says, you know, that 
the, the cross, at the cross, Jesus disarmed every principality and power, mm-hmm. making a spectacle of them. He, he disarmed them. Um, it doesn't mean that they're still not around. It doesn't try to mean to trick us or, or bring devastation. He disarmed them. So hit the cross and the resurrection, when we, when we actually remember them, focus on them, proclaim them in our life, that's why I think communion is important. Yes. I think that's why when we get back to this, you know, I know uh, that, that, that the only answer for this world is the hope that, that the peace and the hope that Jesus can bring. The only. The, the only. only answer. My friends, you and I are on a mission. We are on a mission of hope. It really is our mission to actually proclaim the hope of Jesus Christ, be the hope, uh, 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 bring people to the hope of Jesus Christ. Uh, we can't talk ourselves into being okay. Yeah. Um, but we can't. Say it again. We put can't. People we in can't. the back. We can't talk ourselves. I'm, look, I'm one of those people. I'm, a, I'm an optimist all the time. Dean knows this, right? And I'm like, it's gonna be all right. It's fine. It's all good. We'll work it out. It's fine. Now, I don't think there's anything at at some level wrong with that. But at some level, when it's dependent on myself, yes. uh, to stir up the I'm gonna be okay. Denial. Uh, it's totally fear, denial. It's pride. It's ego. It's all those things. You know, I got to make sure that I am basing my hope and my peace yes. on the cross of Jesus Christ, uh, and, and, and 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 not trying to just kind of talk myself into it. Totally, yeah. And I I think you know when the word again says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. I my but take they are away, mighty, for but they are down. mighty yeah. for pulling down. So, but my takeaway from that the front of that verse is for our weapons. Oh, so we're supposed to have weapons, yeah. not just. Saying it's yep. all good yes, is correct. not a weapon. Correct. Okay, so this I'll is, be this fine. It's like, not a weapon. I promise you that the enemy, as we are seeing in our world today, has weapons that are greater than it's fine. Right. Right? So our, the weapons of our warfare, the, also the indication there is that we are in a war. Correct. We are in a war. Well, we don't fear that. If we can fact, talk ourselves into something, a circumstance can, yeah. talk, uh, can talk us out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's absolutely. So it's like. We are. The, we have to have a weapon. We are in a war, but yeah, we don't create that. It's not carnal. So my rhetoric is going to fail if that's my carnal weapon that I bring to the table. But we have power in yep. who he is, and they do pull down those strongholds. Yep. But it's not just us having a positive, like being positive, you know, have put, putting positivity out there. Because the Correct. enemy is like, I'll see your positivity and send you a plate. Yeah, remember yeah. Peter. Peter on that last night, we were just talking about a communion night. He's like, oh, "I'll never. Yes, I'm in. I, yeah. I, if I have to die for I you, I, right? I'm, yeah, yeah." Mm-hmm. And, and and he doesn't because he allows circumstances to separate him. I yeah. think from Jesus, and that's the key, guys. We cannot allow the circumstance in our life to separate us from Jesus right now. We can't. We have to. We actually have to press in. You heard. You heard the word that God prophetically proclaimed over our church in the beginning. Be immersed in Jesus. Yes. This is a time. If you are home yes. with your kids, this is a time to be immersed. If you are uh, working from home, this is a time to be immersed. If you are, if if you find stress and worry, come. It's time to be immersed in and in the power of the cross and the resurrection. Everything it brings. That's why I want to encourage you not only to anoint your your anoint the house and your home, but actually sit down with your family and. Man, take communion. We're going to do it next week uh, as a church, all together. So, man, get some toast, bring it with you next week. Or I don't care if you just got cheese. It. I don't care if you got saltine cry. It doesn't matter. It's not that. And but take communion with your family. Just and break. also, you know, if for singles out there, this is a great time to remind each other that like, yeah, oh, yeah, we true. don't have to do this by ourselves. Yep. There's this awesome thing, Google Chats. Yep. No, that's all I know about it. Don't know where it is. Just <laughs> face, like I don't know face, where the cloud is. Each other. I don't know where these things are. FaceTime. Like if, if nothing, you know, nothing harder than that. But it's like you don't need to have a family of six to take communion together. Right. You guys can plan to do that together. You know, we have 
um, uh, Young Adults uh, CG. Yep. It's a perfect opportunity. Jake just gave a shout out. He's one of the uh, hosts of that. Um, it, and you know what? Like that's a great starting point. If you want to reach out on CCB to Jake Horner, and you're single, and you're like, I would love to do that, but you know, I I don't. Especially if you're a single female. <laughs> I'm saying, Are you kidding? I, I, I don't know. She said it. I was just kind of look. If you're single, this is now ChristianMingle.com. This is now. This is now. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what I said wrong. Ridiculous. Yeah, that. Um. Okay. That. I don't know how you recover from that. Well, We're just gonna keep pretending. We'll just pretend like, we'll go on. Like, but look, you can FaceTime dinner together. You yeah. can FaceTime. No, but wait, wait. Yeah, let, me, yeah, let, me, let me finish. So. What I was saying is, is that um, if you're, if, if, if uh, yeah, just, you can email, uh, even info at uh, theconnectchurch.com if you want to become a part of a group that would be willing and yeah. wanting to take communion together, that just wants to hang out and just do things together, even if you're not in the same place. I see all these laugh faces coming <laughs> Oh, my Lord. <laughs> but you know what I'm just saying? Like, yeah. if you don't have a family that would do something like take communion with you, yeah. there's still a church family that would be willing to do that, too. We're going to do it together next Sunday here. Yeah. But if you want to do it, like, on a Wednesday, reach out to that community because they will be they would be ready, willing, and able to be there. True. Yeah. You know, guys, just kind of as we... Uh, wrap up in a, in a moment. You know, what I love about this verse, D, and what it really encourages, I think, us to do is that they had to trust uh, that when they did what they could do, God would do what he could do. You know, they could only mm -hmm. do what they could do, and only God could do what he can do. And they, they had to trust that the Father would, uh, would, would cause the death angel to pass by their yes. house. Um, and, you know, I was reminded of Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 this week. You know, our, our, our children's pastors, uh, Kevin and Lisa, they did a video that's going to be all out yeah. for kiddos. And so, such cool stuff. I'm telling you, parents for kiddos, th that they have coming out. Um, but behind them on the wall, it said, uh, it yeah. was that verse, Trust the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he'll make your, your, he'll make your path straight. Uh, man, what a promise. Mm. Uh, you know, so, it's so easy in these moments to rely on our own understanding. To watch CNN or Fox or, or, or the news and, and hear all these things and say, what's going to happen? And we try to figure it out. And yet God says, come on, just trust in me. I've got this. If you do what you do, I'll do what I can do. Uh, and, and it'll make uh, a real difference. Let me, and, let me yeah. jump in there too. And the other thing I, I wanted to make sure that I said this morning, this is very important. I think um, it's not just important to me. I think it's important um, to those who walk with God to understand that the true assignment and responsibility that is on our lives um, as daughters and sons of Jesus. So here's the thing that I would love to see us start to tweak in our, uh, we, we talked a little bit about it, but we didn't really talk the fullness of it about that whole, like, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's true. As far as we would define okay. Again, remember, language always matters. So us saying it's all going to be good, it's all going to be, it's all going to be good, it's all. Gonna, it's not good for some people right now. It is not good for many people right now. So now, what do you have? Instead of just saying like it's all going to be fine, just wash your hands. That's not the only antidote. And see what happens is that we try to bring calm to a situation. So we say things that we think sound like we're bringing peace to a scenario, but that is not what yeah. the assignment is on our lives. Like, we're doing it wrong. Home. 
our de- we are designed and crafted to bring the Prince of Peace yes. to a situation. Yes. We are not called to just yep. bring peace. Yes. Because then we say weird things like, it's all going to be good. Again, just, just wash your hands. Make sure you got some Tylenol and some toilet paper. And yeah. No, like some things that people are facing and, are, are, and will face are larger than that. So we can't yep. bring our anecdotal peace, mm, yeah, quote unquote, correct. to a scenario. We Connect. have been called to bring the Prince of yes, Peace. Yes. I know that things don't yep. look good right now. Like be, Don't be afraid to say the things. But bring the Prince of yes. Peace that passes all, all understanding. understanding. Us throwing out random things does not bring the peace that passes all understanding. He is the peace that passes all understanding. So we have to be willing yep. to have real conversations with people that are going through very real things and bring a very real God into it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That That's what they were doing. In this moment, they were bringing a very real God into a into a, a world that didn't believe in that God. Um, and they were proclaiming him loud and clear. And my friends, this is the time that we need to proclaim yeah. and be praying the word of God the, the will of God, the ways of God. We need to be standing on his promises. Look, his promises are true. Uh, the, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 1.20, right? All the promises of God are already yes and amen in Jesus. So it's not just yes and amen, it's amen in Jesus. So the connection that we're talking about today is yeah. like, we got to get, get them connected back to Jesus. It goes on, by the way, and says in that, in that next verse, God establishes us. He anoints us, yes. right? Uh, and uh, and he is, he's put his seal on us. He's, he established us. So we're not, we're not like a, a ship at sea without a rudder. He's yes. established us. He's already anointed us. He, he poured out his oil, the Holy Spirit, on us to give us power. And he has put his seal, his authority on our life um, in us through the promises of God. So this is where we have to be proclaiming. Hey, Joel 2.25 my God, even if the plague comes, my God will restore the years the locusts yes, have yes. eaten. Come on. And it, it, my God, these are the times that we pray those things and promise those things. It is not, we've said it from the very beginning. Christianity is not a moral philosophy. Christianity is trusting and believing that the word of God is true because the person yes, of is God awesome. is true. He is. he is who he says he is. He is not a man that he should lie. So let me just say, in, in these times throughout history, uh, when when a nation like uh, like this has faced crisis, God has always used His people always to rise up and make always. a difference. This is not look. I, I need to. I really need to encourage us. This is not time for us as the Church of Jesus Christ to hunker down, put up walls, be protective. Now we we have to use wisdom. We are very established that, yeah. but that doesn't stop uh, that doesn't stop us from loving our neighbors. It doesn't stop us from loving each other. It doesn't stop us from actually finding creative ways to actually yeah. do what Dee said and think beyond ourselves. And, and to help somebody else out. Yeah. And I, I think that um, the one thing I would contribute to this part is that we, a lot of times when we get consumed with need or our fear that we're going to have need, we something just shifts inside of us to this like Hunger Games type of yeah. lifestyle. And we are driven by that need and we become takers. So we're constantly looking for a source from which we can take. But right now, I would just encourage you to stretch, to think, have the, have the mindset on every morning, I'm going to be a giver. I'm going to be a giver. Yes. So I'm going to find creative ways, I like what you said there, creative ways to establish that. Yeah. God is going to take care of need. Yes, correct. But we can actually show who he is in the midst of the need by having the mindset of being a giver. 
Like, so when you grab something, the, the, the mentality is going to be like, I need, I need, I need, and to hoard it. Yeah. But we have to be, and whatever that is, whether it's an actual thing or if it's just, you know, whatever that is, but have the mindset that you are going to take in in order to give out, to have enough to overflow. overflow. Don't, we overflow. can't be afraid overflow. that God's not going to give us enough to meet the needs of many. He's just going to find a way to do it. I know that we have real concerns yeah. about our economic, uh, the, any economic fallout from this health crisis. Again, don't be afraid to say it. It's the truth. They're saying it constantly on, on, our, on our news. So let's talk about it as a church. He is going to find a way to provide through Amen. his house for his people. He used for, a raven to feed yes. Elijah in the middle of a, of, a, of a famine. Yeah, so right now, instead of thinking, okay, then I'm going to have, when I say that, hearing that through the lens of, okay, then God's going to give me everything that I need through the house. He's going to give his people what they need through you and yep. through me yep. so that there will be, there will be an abundance in his, his house. dwelling. Yeah, he come on, you know, back in, we always joke about it, like, in, uh, we can't be like, um, like Elaine on Seinfeld, right? Can't, <laughs> can't spare square. square. I can't spare square. No, we have to be people yeah. who overflow in abundance, right? The Bible, uh, David says, uh, um, uh, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, right? Even though I walk through uh, difficult times, uh, he will, my cup will overflow. Mm. We need to be overflowers. In, in light of that, and we, we, we hadn't talked about this in this part, but I just wanted to really encourage you, Church, we need we we are asking you to continue to give, continue to tithe during these times, to be serious about that. Because not only do we have still in our in in the, in the people who look o look out for you and, and and cover you and speak into your lives, we still have budgetary needs. It's not just that we want to have an, we want to be able to meet the needs of our communities yeah. as uh, as they grow, and that means the the storehouse should have an overflow in the midst of that. You can give uh, with CC on CCB and give on. Uh, the church app, you can give on the, the website, but can I really encourage you to be faithful givers? The Bible yeah. says he who gives to the poor when things are, uh, uh, lends to God. And I, yes. I believe, man, whatever you put in God's hands, he just multiplies. But and let me people, just, and just yeah, so you yeah. know, like we're real people, right? right? So we have those same real bills too. And I want you to hear that from us, that when we say that we are going to lead from the front. Yeah. We, we're not going to pull back on our tithe. We're not going to pull back on our offering. We're not going to pull back. Like we've already been in conversations and about how we as a church, how we as TKC Absolutely. can Me. start showing up yes. in our community. Okay. So we just want you to know that that's where us putting our money where our mouth is, is because we have to live larger than ourselves. Absolutely. And we just, that, so it's just, just know, like sometimes you can hear that, like when someone talks about offering or whatever, as if it's just like a church head, like we're real people, we no, have totally. cares, we have family, no. we have, we still, we can't get meat at our grocery store either, our food, but it does not matter. That will not determine how we respond to the church. Yeah, absolutely. Because ultimately, guys, what, what Dee and I want to leave you with today is that in that circumstance that we just read in, in, in Exodus and in this circumstance today, um, the, they, it, it gives us the ability to reveal Jesus. Yes. Um, man, he is yes. the original. He is the real Passover lamb. He is the one and only Passover lamb. So during every season, our father is trying to reveal himself to his kids more and more and more. And, and, I, and I believe God is going to reveal himself uh, and Jesus to you more, even yes. through this season. To some, he's going to re reveal himself as the rock, the refuge, the strong tower. To someone else, he's going to reveal himself yeah. as 
Jehovah Rapha. Come yes. on, the God that right. heals. Right. Uh, to others, he's going to re uh, reveal himself to be God the provider in miraculous ways yes. uh, throughout our communities. To others, he's going to be uh, the God that brings peace in the midst mm -hmm. of the most scary and fierce storms of life that speaks a word that silences the storm. But to all of us, to all of us, in all these situations, my God is going to reveal his son as the king of kings yes, and is. lord of lords. Yes. That there's nothing, that there's not yes. one virus, not one That's lack, right. not one circumstance, not one situation. Amen. Neither life nor death nor principality or power can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That is what we believe that's what we, li mm -hmm. we base our life upon it is not upon just the, the excitement of church it is about the word of jesus and who he is the king of kings sovereign above it all so today we're going to pray in just a second yep. we're going to pray if, if you're feeling far from god today we're going to pray that you uh have an opportunity to be covered with that blood to actually yes. step back into relationship with jesus to, to feel included in who he is but, and we're all going to pray together. Everyone who's watching, we're all going to pray together. But if you, if you want that in your heart, you pray from the bottom of your heart. But before I say this, don't, don't, don't check out right now. Because at the end of that prayer, we're going to tell you a couple things that are yeah. going to be coming up uh, in the next week. You're yeah. not going to want to miss, okay? Mm -hmm. so, but we want to give your friends and family who are watching today, maybe even you today, if you're far from God today, you don't have to stay that way. My God has provided a lamb that yes. takes away your sin. Yes. You can't get to heaven on your own. The Bible says all of us have sinned. All of us have sinned. Falls for the glory of God. And the wages of those sins is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. That if we simply confess him with our mouth and believe in our hearts, today we'll be saved. Mm -hmm. So if we can pray together, if that's you today, can we just pray? Uh, if you're feeling far from God today, if you need his covering in your life, if, if you want a relationship uh, with him to make him your Lord, uh, not just to be a church person or a Christian, but to be an actual disciple and follower of Jesus. Pray this prayer with me today. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus here, I am today. here I am today. I've come to give you my life. I've come to give you my life. All that I am, all that I am, all that I have, all that I have, all that I ever will be, all that I ever will be. I give to you now. I give to you now. I'm asking you. I'm asking you to be the Lord of my life. To be the Lord of my life. To forgive me of all my sin. To forgive me of all my sin. To cleanse me of everything I've done wrong. To cleanse me of everything I've done wrong. To fill me with your spirit. To fill me with your spirit. And make me your child. And make me your child. From this point forward. From this point forward. And forevermore. And forevermore. I choose. I choose. To live. To live. Full on. Full on. For Jesus Christ. For Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. 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 Uh, that's the best thing ever. Um, and, and my friends, listen. That's not just for this moment. Get that inside of you so that you can share that with your friends and your family yes. members as well. Well, hey guys, we're really glad that you're here. Thank you for, uh, for being connected to us. Can we just say this? Uh, you know, next week... Um, we're we, we, we're going to be coming to you live from uh, from our uh, YouTube channel, uh, which is all cool. We've got a really cool thing, um, YouTube channel coming up. Uh, so you know, the Connect Church, YouTube, yeah, yeah the Connect right. Church, uh, and you can subscribe to that. And and during the week, we we have you know daily encouragements uh, through social media, uh, multiple times that you're going to want to just be a part of. And like I said, the prayer meeting, the devotionals. That are coming. I know we've got some things for kiddos, and if you're yes. stuck in the house, yes. uh, kids are home from it's school. Coming, it's we've coming. got really cool stuff. So what I'm saying is this: don't be don't be like, oh, I wish I would have known. Uh, so, you know, follow us on social media on Facebook, on on uh, on Instagram, and subscribe to the YouTube channel today. 
Um, and we're going to do a really cool, we're going to see some really cool things. So make sure you're signed up for CCB as well. Um, yeah. Babe, I, I, I'm so thankful that you guys are here. Uh, and we're believing um, that God has positioned us well as we move together in unity to see the, 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 the goodness of God, goodness of God. in the land, land of, the living. of the living. Not just for heaven, in the yeah. land yeah. of the living. Babe, can you yeah. just pray us out? Yeah. Let's, just, let's just sing real, real quick. I'm just going to just sing over y'all. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the you for that blood. I thank you for the power that is in that blood. And I thank you for the power that is rising in our community, God. I pray that we would go well today with you, Lord, and that we would establish our steps with you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We love you, church. See you this week. Yes, yeah, see you this week. All right. <laughs>